welcome colleagues to the SMBSD Teaching and Learning Podcast. This is your host, Tectosa Ashley Brown, with another podcast for our TNL Bulletin, a place to get up-to-date information about curriculum, student engagement, and teaching best practices. Let's dig into this recap of our current episode, episode 21. We start this podcast by meeting Mr. Pedro Garcia, the fourth sixth grade teacher at Battles Elementary. Mariel Bukema here to feature another one of our amazing SMBSD teachers. Let's welcome Pedro Garcia, sixth grade teacher at Battles to our district. He came to us after teaching several years in eighth grade in Fresno. His background in the medical field drives his passion for teaching science and connecting the real world application of the science skills in each lesson. Right away, Pedro has become an active member of the SMBSD community through being a member of the Math Pilot Committee. He values his time learning from his fellow educators who share his passions and he finds it to be an opportunity to collaborate and address the needs of students across the district. In his own classroom, he attributes the success of his students on his ability to, to build relationships and create a safe learning environment. He recalls an activity where students created a friend as for their deceased family members and how the safe classroom community allowed students to be vulnerable and creative in the project. This is just one example of how he has been inspired and proud of his sixth graders. Pedro has also formed an after-school VEX robotics team. He's seen those students go from timid, hesitant risk-takers to confident and collaborative problem-solvers. Pedro is motivated to provide battle students with an opportunity to develop 21st century skills. When he's not working, he enjoys spending time with his family, whether it is eating dinner or watching their favorite TV shows. His favorite quote is, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. Check out the bulletin to see what Pedro's currently reading. And we also have an update for your math pilot team, the pilot team committee. It will be at their first publisher training coming up on December 12th. K-5 teachers will be trained on reveal math, while 6th to 8th grade teachers will be trained on core curriculum. The pilot team will be teaching with those programs when we return from break in January. We'll have about six weeks to test out that program before we switch to our second round. Stay posted for results from the pilot tees. This is Cindy Grennan bringing you your literacy tip. Pop quiz. Do you know how many sounds CH makes? If you said three, you are correct. The digraph CH makes three sounds. Ch, k, sh. The k sound for ch is used in words of Greek origin. The sh sound for ch is used for words of French origin. Here are a few examples. Chin, ch. School, k, chef, sh. Check out Uncovering the Logic of English to explore this topic and many others, including the 31 spelling rules of English. When educators explicitly teach how to decode words utilizing spelling patterns, students become stronger, fluent readers. I'm Leah O'Neill with some exciting news about a brand new support piece just added to StudySync to support our striving readers. There are now 40 word study lessons in StudySync. Word study includes all reading components to support students' ability to decode. The Word Study Teacher Guide states, quote, through systematized word study instruction, students can learn to read and derive meaning from common word parts and patterns 
and use them to decode multisyllabic words, end quote. Click on the hyperlink in the bulletin to access the complete teacher guide. Additionally, there is a link to a recorded webinar of StudySync's launch of these lessons. Hi, Santa Maria Bonita School District. I wanted to give you a multilingual learner tip or two. Today we're talking about our expanding and developing learners. Those are typically our learners that uh, perform a two or a three on their LPAC. And they are students that have a great grasp on the English language, but they're expanding their academic language and learning how to create more descriptive sentences and deepen their concept of reading comprehension. So here in the TNL Bulletin, we have some practices that support expanding developing learners, and we hope you check it out. We did a, a learning with the Tier 2 and Tier 3 vocabulary, so we included a template there for you. We love the idea of our expanded learners uh, developing their vocabulary. Also continuing to use graphic representations like pictures, diagrams, photographs in order to convey your lessons, outlines, charts, tables, highlighting text, teaching your students, your expanding level students to highlight their text, keywords, uh, explaining what they mean, bilingual, monolingual, or pictorial glossaries are always helpful in this, and using the guided reading approach, the before, during, and after. And just a, a little tip in addition to this is kind of a scaffold change. A lot of times with our newcomer and emerging students, we wanna use a lot of visual uh, supports in order for the students to understand what you're trying to convey. But now we're asking for, at the expanded level, for the visuals to really serve as a supplemental resource rather than the main vehicle of communication. Math games, playing cards, and dice. Sites will be receiving sets of playing cards and dice to be used in classrooms for some math fun. Math games can be playful and interactive. These games engage children's attention and spark some fun competition. Activities that tap into this natural enthusiasm promote strong mathematical thinking. Check out this growing resource of math games by clicking on the link in the bulletin. It's that time of year when you can book a spring on-demand ports program. Mark your calendars for December 12th at 3 p.m. to book any on-demand ports program for one of our California state parks. Don't miss this as available slots fill up quickly. Are you frustrated trying to teach all the history in your history book? So many lessons, do I really have to read every single page? Clarity and planning will help. What big concept do you want students to really truly understand at the end of the unit? Focus in on that. And once you've identified that, every instructional decision you make after that should directly relate to the concept. What lessons do I need to teach? What lessons can I skip? Are there portions of lessons that I should focus on? Is there a piece of the lesson that could be our anchor text for the learning? What parts are critical? How can I fast track the narrative using other tools for some portions of it? 
videos, visuals, Venn diagrams, key ideas or summaries of the lesson. All instruction and activity should focus on the concepts and events that teach that big idea you want students to understand. See the Simple Planner to help get you started. If you are looking for a good holiday movie to watch while relaxing over winter break, check out The Snowball Effect. This movie was written by Kristen Crocker. Kristen Crocker is an ELD coach in our district. You can watch The Snowball Effect on Apple, Amazon Prime, or UpTV. Way to go, Kristen. And next we have a follow-up from the Dave Stewart keynote address that you all watched on November 1st. Uh, during that keynote, he talked about the idea of satisficing some of your teacher tasks. And the point of that was that uh, not all teacher tasks are created equal as to, their, uh, as to their importance or their impact on student learning. And he was suggesting that you minimize certain tasks that are less impactful in order that you have more time and effort uh, available for the tasks that are more impactful to student learning. Uh, he wanted to make sure that was clarified for everybody and he followed up his keynote with um, an, an article in his newsletter that explained his thoughts about that. So there's a link to that in the bulletin if you'd like to check that out, as well as links to subscribe for his to his newsletter and to read his the newsletter archives if you're interested in learning more about uh, student motivation and his five key beliefs methodology. Teacher input survey for DLI expansion. Please share your input on expanding DLI in SMBSD. Click on the teacher DLI input survey found in the bulletin. Hi there. Are you looking for some professional development to do at your own pace and get paid for it? And it will benefit your whole classroom. Well, check out our PD to go section for all the new developed PDs that you can request and get materials for. We also have a brief announcement about a STEM invention contest for grades four through eight. The Edison Innovation Foundation is offering this contest and teachers who register a team of two to four students uh, will receive a free $200 value materials kit and then in addition a $200 stipend for hosting their team. Red registration is open now through January and teams of students will work on their invention project uh, January through April with the final contest ending at the end of April. Check the bulletin for the link to the competition rules and sign up. Hello! Our December Bilingual Instructional Assistant Professional Learning will be Monday, December 12th, 2022. There are two sessions to choose from. The first one is 9 a.m. to 11 a.m or 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. If this is outside your regular work hours, an EWR will be provided. See you then. Hello, December 5th through the 12th, 2022 is Computer Science Week. Hour of Code is available year round, but every year in December, your class can join millions of students around the world celebrating Computer Science Education Week with the Hour of Code. In the bulletin, you will find a video to meet some SMBSD kinder students who code using the program Scratch Junior. Are you interested in getting started 
um, in planning a lesson for our code? Well, here are four ways to get started. Number one, you can plan for an unplugged activity. Number two, you may sign up for one of the following PD to go opportunities and earn up to three EWR hours after meeting the requirements outlined in the guidelines. There are two of those PD opportunities to go. The first one is computer science CS for beginners using Scratch Junior. The second one is computer science CS for the hour of code event. And finally, there's a third option, no EWR for this one, and it includes clicking on the Hour of Code icon found in the bulletin for a how-to guide to get started to plan for an Hour of Code event. Happy coding! This is Leah O'Neill, this time with a few gifted and talented education announcements. First, the California Association for the Gifted is hosting its annual conference digitally in February. Click on the hyperlink in the bulletin to view details and contact your site leader if you are interested in attending. Next, the Tri-County Gate Council is accepting applications for both teacher and student grants. Student grants are awarded in the amount of up to $150 each and up to $300 for each teacher grant. Access the link for applications, deadlines, and to view past recipient project descriptions for inspiration. Good luck! Lastly, the California Association for the Gifted recently released a Gifted and Talented Education Services Guide to support your efforts to teach our advanced learners. The complete document is linked in the GATE section of the bulletin. Thank you for working tirelessly to support the many needs of all learners. Hello there, this is Claudia, your Special Ed TOSA, bringing you the Special Education News. District Support Team, take a look at the DST One Pager that introduces the outstanding members of the team, their roles, menu of supports, support continuum flowchart, and decision-making tree on when to utilize DST support. Also included is the referral that is used to access support. All staff and sites are welcome to submit a DST or District Support Team referral. OT kits are fine motor kits and they will be coming out soon. This kit is a great resource to help navigate OT referrals. Check out the guidance slide deck. Attention Ed Specialists. Next, job alike meetings. The TK through sixth grade cohort will be meeting January 19th from 2 to 3 p.m. via Zoom. The topic will be preschool transition. For the 7th and 8th grade cohort, it will be held December 8th from 2.55 to 3.55. This meeting will be held in person at Sousa Center. The topic will be high school transition meetings. Mario Bucamas Team Tosa here for a pacing guidance update. Attention third grade teachers. We have made a switch to go math pacing for third grade. After receiving some important feedback from our teachers about CASP, We've decided to switch Go Math chapters 10 and 11. Chapter 11 will now be taught from April 3rd to May 5th. Chapter 10 will follow and be taught on May 8th to May 24th. This is reflected in the updated third grade Go Math pacing guide. Have you heard? The Santa Barbara County Education Office is hosting Battle of the Books competitions beginning in April. You can choose to organize a student team from your site to participate. 
there are two format options with associated separate battles for elementary schools and currently one option in battle for junior high schools. Check out the linked flyer for details. Contact Teaching and Learning with any questions. Happy reading! And that's a wrap for our episode 21 podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, or you can snag our RSS link from anchor.fm forward slash tl slash media slash podcast. Put that in your favorite podcast listening app so you don't miss an episode. Also, check out the TNL department on Twitter at smbsd underscore tl. A huge shout out to all those who contributed to this week's bulletin and podcast, and a special thank you to our SMBSD community for all that you do in service of our kids. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in 2023.